This year, the North Pole is coming to the Laurel Highlands. Follow the elves to Nemecolon to experience Hardy's Holiday Village, an over-the-top spectacle where the magic of the holiday season meets the magic of Nemecolon Resort. From November 24th to December 23rd, explore a life-size village of whimsy and wonder, where elves invite you to play and cozy shops invite you to indulge in festive treats and glamorous gifts. To book your holiday season stay, visit Nemecolon.com. All experiences are exclusive to overnight guests and members. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Of Canada dealers present the Fred Allen Show. The Fred Allen Show with Fred's guest, Dr. Rockwell, Fulton Hoffa, Minerva Pius, Peter Donald, Parker Fenley, the DeMarco Sisters, and Al Goodman and his orchestra. And this is Alan McPhee speaking for Ford of Canada's 1,100 dealers from coast to coast. Every one of these dealers is in business to help you keep your car in top flight condition. That's why when you drive in at your Ford of Canada dealers, you put your car in the hands of skilled servicemen trained in Ford of Canada service schools using factory-approved methods and equipment and genuine Ford parts for all Ford of Canada products. Join the thousands of car owners who take their cars back home for service to their Ford Monarch dealer or their Mercury Lincoln Meteor dealer. Sunday night, and here comes Fred Allen speeding down Main Street in his new Ford to keep his weekly date. As Fred stops to lock his Ford, he hears a voice say, Lester Allen! Hey, Portland. Hey, Wesley. Hey, Portland, tell me, what are you doing with that piece of chalk? Oh, I've been writing on all the buildings. Writing? Writing what? Next Sunday, the Fred Allen program will be on one half hour earlier. Did you write that Horace Heights will be on at 7 o'clock in the big number one spot? <laughs> I'm still in the money. I'm in the show play. <laughs> the little number three spot. Coming in winded, but coming in hard. Yes, I wrote that. Well, that's swell. After all oh. these years, it's going to seem funny on Sunday night without Jack Benny. Yes, it is. You know, it always seems funnier without Benny than it is with him. <laughs> is Jack really as stingy as they say? Benny is tighter than a little boy's lips around a lollipop, or <laughs> You know that uh, Benny even has pockets sewed on his bare skin? Why should Jack have pockets sewed on his skin? Well, in case Benny ever finds anything on the floor of a Turkish bath, he'll have some place to put it. <laughs> Say, I can't fool around tonight, for, uh, Portland. I'm going to be on the Theater Guild program a little later. Won't you be out of place with the Theater Guild? Oh, of course. They anticipate that. <laughs> but uh, once a year, the Guild puts me on to give their subscribers a loyalty test. <laughs> Like. Well, I can only tell you one thing about the Theater Guild, Portland. The janitor at the Guild wears a monocle. <laughs> Do you have to 
to rush over there now? No, I still have a few minutes. I think I'll get a paper, Portland. May I tag along? Sure, come on. Let's take a walk down Main Street. Come on. All right. Judy. Hi, hi, Mr. Moody. Howdy, Bob. <laughs> Tell me, Mr. Moody, what is the worst snowstorm you have ever seen? Why, the big fall of 92 took the prize, I guess. The big fall of 92, eh? Yeah, it snowed for 37 straight days. Gosh. The weatherman committed suicide. He did? <laughs> were, you, uh, were you on the farm? Miss Moody and me were snowed in. Oh, really? Snow was up over the top of the house. Say. For eight days, we didn't have nothing to eat. Uh-huh. We were slowly starving to death. Starving to death, eh? We just kept sitting there staring at each other. <laughs> For eight, day, for eight days, you sat staring at Mrs. Moody. Uh, the ninth day, my mouth begun to water. Titus, you weren't turning cannibal. I was, but I was afraid to eat Miss Moody. Why? I knew she wouldn't agree with me. <laughs> what, uh, what finally happened? Why, I went out to get some milk. With everything buried in the snow? Yeah, I come to where I thought the cows was. Yeah? I set my pail down. Uh-huh. I reached in under the snow and I started milking. Yeah? I must have milked away for, oh, 20 minutes. Good for you. I drug out my pail. Yes? Pail was full of water. Water? I wasn't milking no cow. You mean for 20 minutes? I was pulling the pump handle. So long, Buck. So long, <laughs> Come on, Portland. It's too cold to look in that frozen, uh, frozen, frozen food that door. They, uh, it was so cold in there, it closed up the O in the frozen. Zero disappeared in the frozen. Don't we know this little woman coming out of the town hall? We certainly do. Mrs. Nussbaum. So who is flighting a masher? Oh, it's you. Ah, Mrs. Nussbaum. I just saw you coming out of the town hall. Yes, I'm buying tickets. Tomorrow night is a hoot nanny. Oh, really? What? The, what is a hoot nanny? It's a singing hillbellies. Uh, hillbellies? Also, is dancing squares. Oh, squares. <laughs> Square dancing, huh? Yes, it is going like this: chase the possum, chase the lamb, chase that pretty girl, catch her, Sam, oh. swing your partner, let her go. All hands bend for the dosey schmo. Oh, I've heard that. <laughs> Very good. Tell me, what are your favorite uh, your favorite hillbilly songs? Bury me not on the prairie, I will be lonely. Yes, I've heard that. The Chisel Trail. The old Chisel Trail, yeah. Jimmy Crack Cohen. Jimmy Crack Cohen. Girl Hives, thing. Tell me, Mrs. Nussbaum, what is the worst storm you ever remember? The year I'm getting married. Oh, really? There was a bad storm? Zero is below. Oh, oh. <laughs> Outside is a gizzard. Outside is a gizzard. <laughs> People like poppy seeds are dropping in the snow. Well, didn't this terrible storm frighten you? The wind is howling. Yes. I am laughing. You are out in this raging storm laughing? Who is out in the raging storm? You, uh... I am seeing it in the newsreels. Oh, Thank you. I see. Good night, Mrs. Nutsbaum. <laughs> You know, after meeting all these characters on Main Street, I often wonder whatever became of all the normal people. Well, you haven't found out much about the worst snowstorms, have you? Nothing up to now. It's been a waste of time. Well, I'll try one more passerby. This little man running along with his green muffler flying. Hi, Jack. Stop, stop, I can't stop tonight, me boy. Hey, Jack's Cassidy. Stop, I'm in a terrible rush. i got to get home. i got company. Well, the company can wait. Oh, this is the telephone company. They're taking out me telephone. <laughs> Well, I'll make...
make this fast, Ajax. What was the worst storm you ever remember? Uh, me boy, today is the coldest day in me recollection. Really? And I just come from the coldest place in the country. The coldest place? Kerrigan's Cozy Corner. Well, how cold is it in Kerrigan's? Well, now, I don't know the temperature, but when I left, everyone in the place was stiff. Goodbye, you boy. <laughs> Let's go, Portland. Uh, let's stop at the music store a minute. Music store? Why? The man is just going to demonstrate a new record. Oh, the man in the window. What What record? What record? It's is... A Little Bird Told Me, played by Al Goodman and his orchestra, and sung by the five DeMarco sisters. The record is just starting. is up in Maine. What are you doing down here in the city? Well, I'm uh, representing a client, the Acme Calendar Company. Oh, I see. I'm placing the order for Acme's new 1952 calendar. 1952? Doc, next year is 1949. I know, Fred, but Maine is Republican. The next year we're interested in is 1952. <laughs> Tell me, Doc, what is Maine going to do for the next four years? Well, we were going to change the name of Maine to Lower Quebec and join up with Canada. <laughs> but, uh... Over the national scene, we figured things wouldn't be so bad. What, uh, what things? Well, take taxes. This year, you've got community property. Say, I've heard, what, just what is that community property, Doc? Well, it means your wife gets half your salary. That's an improvement right away. <laughs> an improvement? Yeah, in the old days, a man's wife got all his salary. Oh, I see what you mean, right. Now, besides that, you've got capital gains. I'd say, what is that capital gains, Doc? Oh, it's simple, Fred. A man sets himself up as a corporation. Yeah. Then he goes on the stock market and sells shares in himself. A man sells uh, sells himself like stock. Yeah, that's right. His head is one block of stock, for example. His arms and legs are another block. His chest and stomach are a third. Well, wait a minute, Doc. If you sell your head, your arms, your legs, your stomach, and your chest, what do you have left for yourself? Well, you still have your seat on the exchange. <laughs> I, uh... Do you, do you really think humanity is making progress? Well, in spots, Fred. You know, any day you're going to see socialized medicine. 
free medical treatment? You think it's going to work? Well, I don't know, Fred. If the politicians take over medicine, it's going to be a shambles. Well, how do you mean? Well, suppose the Democrats are in power. Uh-huh. Now, I'm a Republican. Uh, you're a Republican. Yeah, now, I get sick. I go to the government free clinic, a big marble building. Yes. In the main waiting room, there's two doors. One door marked men, the other door marked women. I go in the men's door. Naturally. Now, I come out in another big room. There's two more doors. One's marked old men, the other's marked young men. I go through the young men's door. Naturally. Now, there's still another big room with two more doors. One door says Republicans, the other door says Democrats. Yes. I go through the Republican door. Door and find myself right out in the street. <laughs> Doc, with, with socialized medicine, there are going to be a lot of sick Republicans, Doc. But solving all the nation's problems, so when do you have time, you know, to take care of your law practice? Well, my small cases, I turn over to Mr. Anthony. Oh, do you really? The big ones I handle myself. I just finished a tough, tough case yesterday. A tough case? Well, what was it? Why, my client, Jake Eigen. Yes. An old 96 years old man. 96 years old, was arrested for shot. And uh, when you couldn't find any bell bullet hole, Sheriff, what did you do? I arrested Nemo Hatch, and then I called Googie Garces and told her the wedding was off. Now stand down, Sheriff. Give me room, I'm spinning my village. Stop showing off. Stop. Has anything happened yet? No, nothing happened yet, Clem. Tell Clem nothing's happened yet. <laughs> All right, Proceed, Rockwell. Next witness. Googie Gosling to the bar. I'm a widow for I'm a bride, Judge. It's nerve-wracking. I'm just flutter-ducking around. Oh, we can see that. Googie, when did you first meet the deceased, Herbert Tuffman? Well, I was taking mail order singing lessons. Thurber was the mailman. And you were in love with Thurber. Thurber had a dimple you could hide a rutabaga in. <laughs> he had two big buck teeth. Thurber always looked like he was just spitting out his chiclets. <laughs> uh, tell me, Goldie, was Thurber in love with you? Well, we used to sing duets together. Did he uh, propose? One twilight we was harmonizing, you never miss your mother till she's gone. When Thurber says to me, Googie, I'm only a mailman, but how about you and me playing post office till death do us part? And uh, you accepted. Counselor, I was so happy I cried in Thurber's mailbag and opened three letters. You <laughs> was, uh, was all set to marry Thurber, Googie, eh? I'd be Mrs. Thurber Tuttle today if wasn't for that jealous dentist. Nemo hat. Yeah. Look at me, Jed, in my wedding gown. I'm all dressed up and no place to go. Well, you can use your wedding corsage for the funeral, Googie. Stand down. Thank you, Jed. Next I wit- want justice. You'll now. get it. You'll get it in sections. Next witness, <laughs> Lawyer Rockwell. Uh, Nemo hatch to the bar. Hey, hey, Jed, I'm as innocent as a man with a stiff leg at a crap, Dane. Now, uh, <laughs> Nemo, Googie says you were jealous. Is that true? Well, I ain't charged her for no dental work in ten years. She's only got two teeth of her own. Every other tooth in her head belongs to me. She's even wearing Melk's tooth. Well, if you were in love with Goofy, why didn't you propose to her? Well, I was a dentist, but I couldn't get up my nerves. And then last week, Thurber Tuttle come in. Thurber? He says, Nemo, you got to straighten my buck teeth. Every time I kiss Googie, I gnaw a hole in her veil. What did you... 
Well, I gave myself a shot of Novocaine to numb my feelings, and then I put a brace on Thurber's teeth. Now, Nemo, Clem Pratt testified you was at the Prairie Plaza Hotel with a shotgun on the morning of the murder. Well, I was on my way bobcat hunting kids when I heard about the wedding. Oh, and you went to the hotel, I went in to collect what Thurber owed me for he and Googie got hitched. Hey, yeah? Uh, I went up to his room, hey, uh, asked for my money, Thurber started bunting me. Bunting you, eh? As he was pushing me through the door, my gun went off. And the bullet hit Thurber, did no, it? No, the sheriff it... said there weren't no bullet hole in Thurber, Judge. I couldn't have killed him. Well, so kill Thurber, smarty. Here, right here, Judge. I call your attention to Exhibit A, this gift card. Yeah? Uh, yes, sir, this gift card was in the box the electric razor came in. Yeah? Uh, On the card it says, Thurber, you won Googie, but it was a close shave. And that card is signed Nemo. Nemo gave Thurber the electric razor for wedding present, eh? Yes, sir. And here's Exhibit B, this piece of copper wire. Eh, yeah? This is the brace that Nemo, the dentist, put on Thurber's buck teeth. Not steel, not platinum, but copper wire. Eh, yeah? Nemo knew that with buck teeth, Thurber had a short upper lip. Eh, yeah? And Nemo knew that when Thurber shaved his upper lip, eh, yeah? the electric razor would touch that copper wire on Thurber's brace. And when the electric razor touched the copper brace, Thurber electrocuted himself. Now, what do you Well, Judge, Rockwell seems to me like the whole mess is Thurber's fault. Thurber's fault? Thurber was sparking another fellow's girl. He was bound to get it in the end. But, but what about Nemo? He's going to get it in the other end. Court's adjourned. Now, when kiddies are enjoying Christmas holidays, watch out. Drive safely. Safe driving calls for keeping your car in top operating condition. And your Ford of Canada dealer is staffed and equipped to give your car the kind of attention and service that keeps it that way. So always take your car back home for service to your Ford Monarch dealer or your Mercury Lincoln Meteor dealer. And now, before we say goodnight, be sure to listen next week at the new time, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, when we again bring you the Fred Island Show and Fred's special guest, Bert Lancaster. This is Alan McPhee speaking for your Ford of Canada dealers and on their behalf wishing you a happy new year. This is the Trans-Canada Network of the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.